Alrighty, we are rolling. What's up, guys? We're back. It's me, Andrew, and I'm here with Jonathan. Yeah, hi, hello. I so. exist. Really? You do? Yeah, well, sometimes. Sometimes. So how sometimes was your week? Uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. We're back in school hybrid. Ooh, that sucks. Which is... Yeah, kind of. I'm still fully virtual, but that was by choice. My school went back to um, back to hybrid, but I chose to stay fully virtual for this marking period. So I have a feeling I'm not going back this year, unless like all of a sudden everyone gets their vaccine. I ain't going back. It just makes more sense because I'm working. Plus, I have physical therapy. It's also easier for me to upload my videos and stuff, and do this. Yeah, I mean, with the amount of work some teachers are giving this year, it's pretty easy to get it all done in the morning, and then you have the afternoons to yourself. Oh yeah, I finish my work by 10, usually. And then on a bad day, maybe 12. Yeah, with our schedule, we ha we have to go in on Thursday and Friday, so I get all of my work done on Monday, and I just relax on Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday's an easy day for me, really. I just get up, do my attendance, and if I have extra work I need to get done or something, I do that. And then the last few days, I've been going out and snowmobiling. Okay, I just looked over. At my nightstand and realized my lights aren't on, and now it's bugging me, so I gotta turn on my LED. Oh, that's why it's supposed to be on. So, uh, did you ever get a graphics card for that computer? No, I didn't. I did talk to that, I did message that one guy, and he didn't, and he responded with he could not ship it. Yeah, you told me. I was still here when you said that. Um, so, my buddy... He was looking for four-wheelers, and he found this post on Facebook. I'm going to read what it says. But there's some swear words, so I'm not going to say those. 2002 Yamaha. Crappy, but but worth a lot. The guy listed this for $4,000. It looks like he built it by hand with like a bunch of random parts. It looks like a mix between a four-wheeler, a dirt bike, and a tractor. Like, it has a dirt bike frame, but then the, like, where the wheels and stuff go, there's four wheels instead of two. And then, in the description, it's a pretty long one. I have a 1985 Yamaha. Runs and rides great, but the only thing is top and bottom head are blown up to shreds. It overheats all the time, but that's fine. You just pour water on it, and it's cooled. Has tons of rust. Old rusty parts that I just installed. Paid $2,000 in new parts. Handlebars are bent to heck, but that's okay. Just straighten it out. Throttle is sticky, but that's okay. You rip it wide open. <laughs> Tires run flat every 10 minutes, but that's no problem. Stuck in fourth and second gear, so you have to punch, so you have to push it. Rims are bent. You can barely notice the huge wobble. 
custom painted and had spent millions of dollars on it. $4,000. No low balls. I know what I have. Do not have to sell seeing what's out there. There's tons of money into it. So naturally, I'm like, I should reply to this. So I replied and said, would you take $80,000? <laughs> he said, no. I said, okay, how about 100000 He said, faux show. I said, okay, where you want to meet? Scammer Road, California? <laughs> that nice. description, though, dude. Oh, yeah, I'm going to... Do you have a Facebook? Well, I did, and I, I, I could, I, I could, I guess, talk about this now. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I'm gonna uh, send a this few to months you. ago. A, a few months ago, I got an, I got an Oculus, all right. And of course, I had to make a Facebook account because I didn't want to use my mom's, because you know. So I made one, and then everything is fine. I went on with my business, got a bunch of VR games, and it was great. I was having fun. And then one day, when I was trying to get into a quest party with my friends, it said that sign into your Facebook account, okay? So I went to sign into it, and it said I had been restricted. And I was like, okay, why? So apparently I didn't uh, comply with their terms and conditions for some reason, and I I never I never end up knowing why. I sent an appeal, and they didn't ever. And they said, "I'm sorry, but after reviewing this, we've determined that uh, your account cannot be verified, and we will not be able to give you access to it." So now, I'm, anytime my name. I type my name into Facebook. It instantly del it instantly uh um bans the account. <laughs> and I still don't know why. Um I mean, I didn't post anything. They might be mad at me for that. I don't know though. Is your name John? Oh, no. This is definitely not you. There's a picture of some kid with giant red boxing gloves. <laughs> no, and then I made a second one. Because, you know, of course, I wanted I, I wanted to be able to talk to my friends. And it, it went through the same IP. So, and it had my name in it. Same IP or so the same email? Um... And same IP. The IP wouldn't make a difference. It'd be the email. Alright. So anyway. Well, no. I used my phone number for one of them. And I used my email for the other one. Uh, well, is your phone number linked with your email? Quite possibly. That could be your issue. <laughs> yeah. So... I am permanently banned on Facebook and two accounts. That's when you just make another email account and sign up. I have like freaking four email accounts. Probably more than that. I, I include my school one. 
I have a, I have two at the moment. Actually, no, I technically have four. Wait, hold up. No, I got more than four. Because when I was younger, I had an iCloud account, and then one, I... two, three, four, five. And I can think of like three more. You know how many of those I use? One, two, three, four. One of them I kind of use sometimes, and that's the one for my dog's Instagram account. Don't ask why my dog has an Instagram account. I don't know. I thought it was. Who even fun. made? Who even uh, started that? Me. Was it you? Yeah. I thought it would be fun, and then I just never posted anything. Then again, I never post anything on my main Instagram account, so. Yeah, well, no, you're nothing in comparison to me. I haven't posted anything in over six months, I think. No, I posted something today. So there's that. Picture yeah. me riding with my new helmet. Oh, yeah, I got a new helmet. New snowmobile helmet. It's black. It's got a heated shield, and it's got sunglasses built into it. Yeah, and the whole thing is like a knight's armor suit. I mean, the whole thing, like, folds up on yeah. the front. Yeah. And then I also got uh, more material for my 3D printer. And the best part, <laughs> 12 bags of sunflower seeds. Oh, of course, of course. Okay, but you might think I'm a little crazy, but hear me out. I can't find the flavor in stores that I like. Cracked pepper. So I go on Amazon, of course. And I find them. them. The single bags of them is $7. For one bag that's like five and a quarter ounces. So I ordered that the first time, and it was gone in a week. And I'm like, this is really expensive for a bag of sunflower seeds. So I was looking on Amazon, and I found... A second listing, and it was a 12-pack of sunflower seeds. And it comes with 12 bags that are the exact same size for $21. Do the math right now and tell me how much it would cost $7 each for 12 bags. Seven, that would be eight, $84. uh huh for the same amount, I'm paying $60 less than I would if I bought single packs. So, of course, I bought the 12 packs. And it came in, and I'm like halfway done with one bag. And I gave my You're dad You're fed one. for a month. I don't know about a month. I'm halfway through one gonna... bag and it's Wait been a Wait a second. like four days. If you divide thirty by twelve, you're gonna get roughly two point five. Alright. That you means you'd have to go through a bag in two point five days. Thirty it's thirty days a month, roughly. Well, I gave my dad a bag because he wanted some I'm like, you just want a bag. So, anything interesting happen with you? 
Uh, no, I'm pretty boring. Got stuck on my snowmobile a few times. Well, I didn't get stuck. I only got stuck twice. But a lot of other people got stuck while I was riding with them. Uh, I was forced to go cross-country skiing today. Ooh, fun. It was not fun because the snow had melted on th between Thursday and Friday. It melted a little bit, yeah, and then it refroze. So the so like there's uh an inch or two of a icy layer. And oh, I know. I was snowballing today. Snow below it. So of course my skis were getting stuck under the ice, which wasn't fun. Oh, trust me, I know all about it. I went out on the snowbill and. Have you ever seen the people on snowbills where they get it up on one ski and have it, like, sideways? Yeah. Well, it's actually to help you turn better, but it's also for fun for some people. Well, I did that so that I could turn today, and my snowbill isn't very high up off the ground. And so the bus, because we didn't, we have a lot of snow today. Well, I didn't realize, and my running board was starting to dig into the snow, because it was, like, sideways. And so then my feet started getting, hitting the snow. It was, like, kicking my feet off the side. I'm like, oh, boy, this is sketchy. Felt like I was going to kick me off the back of it, so I came back on and dropped it back down. I was like, yeah, no, that's, that's not too fun. Should we get into our first uh, story here? Story well, topic. Yeah. yeah, we can. Now I'm just going to give a little warning here. Uh, John may not be doing as much talking. I mean, he'll pipe in when he wants to, but this is kind of my story. So. If he wants to say anything, he's free to. I don't give a crap. Oh boy, where do I start? Yeah, well, I mean... First of all, I had to hear this one late at night over a fire outside. You heard little bits we were... of it over text messages, yeah. but the a whole story bit. was... But I had to sit through that. So terrible yeah, to but... sit through a story of your cousin with a broken well, no, elk. No, no, no. I not worded that poorly. Um... It's like the people at physical therapy, they're like, oh my gosh, my wrist hurts from stretching you. I'm like, I don't care about your dang wrist. My metal elbow hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the day was August 1st, 2020. You know, the worst year for everyone. So, I uh, get up. And I go outside to do a welding project that I was doing at the time. I was trying to make a little adapter that could adapt go-kart tires onto my dirt bike. To make it into a three-wheeler. You know, as a normal 15-year-old kid does. So, I realized... Well, so I had taken it for a test ride, thinking... Uh, it was going to work, and it didn't. It bent. So I started cutting it up to try to weld in a new section where it bent. And I realized I couldn't do that, so I gave up. And we were going to take our boat out for a ride. But I didn't really want to because our boat kept breaking down. And we weren't sure if it was fixed. And it was just going to end up in a bunch of swearing and people upset. 
But now looking back, everyone's telling me I should have just went for the boat ride. So, instead, me and my dad go for a ride on his three-wheeler and my dirt bike. Well, we get out there, and we've been riding for maybe 45 minutes-ish. Made some new paths to go on along the edge of a field, and having a good time. So we go into this one area by our pond. So it's like this little corner, and there's a ditch on the corner of it, and then it's in the corner of a patch of woods. There's like this open area with a ditch. So, or a pond. And then there's ditches on either side, where there isn't really. So, we come out and go around the back of the pond. I'm riding my dirt bike. I'm in, like, second gear, going pretty slow. Because I know there's a lot of rocks and stuff there. Well, it wasn't a rock that was the problem. I go around a corner, and I see my dad go down through these... Small, very, very small trees, not even an inch in diameter. So I go to follow him. But I also, at the same time, cut a little closer to the outside so I could pull up next to him, say something to him. And I went a little too close to the trees, and my dad had started mowing in this area because it would get really overgrown. Well, when he was mowing, I guess he mowed over some small stumps. So I didn't know there was all these little stumps there. And my front tire hit one of the stumps. And I went flying off. Well, I hit one of the stumps, which caused my front end to jerk around, and it went towards another tree. My foot peg... So I put these little extensions, I say little, but they were like probably five or six inches. <laughs> they extensions. were a good five or six inches. They were like some they were pretty good guys. elephant ears. Um, well, I cut those down a little bit now, but one of those foot peg extensions hit a tree, caused the back end to just like kick up, launched me off the bike, I land on the ground, and... I land on my, like, hip area, and then my body, like, flips, and the force of my body flipping around just shatters my elbow and dislocates it. So I, my dad's three-wheeler has a really loud DG exhaust, and so first instinct is crap is broken. Didn't know, but I could feel it. It didn't feel too great. And I looked down at my elbow. I can literally see the bone, like, about to pierce the skin. And that's when I knew it was bad. And then I yell to my dad. And over his loud exhaust, John can vouch for how loud it is. He's been behind it. Well, I was riding the three-wheeler. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and I think we mentioned in uh, the last episode uh, when you were when you were riding it more specifically, and you got yelled at. It's anyway. so loud you can't hear any other thing. That's if you're riding behind him on my dirt bike, which is decently <laughs> loud. You can't tell if it's running. If you stop, yeah, it's like is it running? The only way you know is if you 
freaking give it full throttle. No, I was giving my four-wheeler with one bolt on the exhaust <laughs> full throttle, and I couldn't hear it. Yeah. And so... He hears me, he drives over, and this is pretty important. When he stops and hits the kill switch, it's not a switch, it's like a rocker, so it can either be off or on. It's like a side switch. It's like you push it to the side and it's off, and you push it back and it's on. It's not like a clicky switch or anything. Like a normal, like a snowmobile would have, where you smack it down. So he leaves it in the off position, so the engine wouldn't start. So he rushes over, I'm like, go get the ranger, I'm not doing too great. So he goes to get on his three-wheeler, and originally I thought, oh crap, his three-wheeler broke down. Because his three-wheeler was having issues where it didn't want to start. And so I was like, oh no, it's having an issue. Little did I know, he left the kill switch down. So he finally gets it started and he races back. Well, it turns out, I'm not the only one that hit one of those stumps. He hit one, and he popped his front tire. So as he's going down the path to go back to our house, he's like trying to steer with a popped front tire. He didn't have his helmet or goggles on, because he got them off whenever he came over to me. But he left him on the seat of his three-wheeler. So as he's going down, his helmet just bounces off the back of it. And he goes to get my mom when he gets back to the house. He drives around the front and says, let's go, Andrew's hurt. My mom is laying in the sun, sunbathing. She jumps up out of the sun, sunbathing. And as my mom and dad are driving in the side-by-side down to get me down this bumpy path, she passes out. In the passenger seat. So now my dad's trying to drive, but also hold my mom so she doesn't fall out. But also drive fast enough to get to me to get me to the hospital. And then we try to make the decision of whether we should call an ambulance to pick me up or drive to the hospital. Well, good thing we drove ourselves because the ambulance would have it would have been even worse because they would have gotten some it's like so the ambulance wouldn't be able to get out there to get me without like borrowing someone's four-wheeler or something and they said it would have been even worse than what we did so then we get to the hospital and they take x-rays and when you have a broken elbow and they're trying to move it around in every little possible way and it hurts just to hold it in one spot. It freaking hurts like heck. So they get x-rays. And then an hour goes by of us just sitting in the room. And then they're like, uh, the x-rays didn't turn out good. We need to get more x-rays. Like, are you kidding me? So we take more x-rays. And they said, alright, the doctor will be in in a little bit to see if he can fix it without cutting it open 10 minutes goes by 20 minutes goes by nothing from the doctor all of a sudden a nurse comes in and says the x-rays we got the second time the doctor says he can't see what he needs to see and they weren't good enough are you kidding me three sets of x-rays 
And this is at the first hospital. Mind you, we went to two hospitals. So they finally get good enough x-rays. And they knock me out and try to... And then they... No, they didn't even get to knock me out there. So then they're like, um, there's nothing we can do about it here. We're going to have to transfer you to a different hospital. So then they have an ambulance come, and my mom comes over to the hospital. My dad drove me because I didn't want my mom to do it because she'd be a nervous wreck. And so my mom meets us there and gives my dad food, and my dad gives her the keys to his car and all that So wait, stuff. can you give an explanation of what time it was when this happened? The accident happened around 4 o'clock, so right when I'm talking, it's probably about 8 or 9. And he, and you and your dad hadn't eaten any food yet. I so hadn't I eaten anything he since that evening. So your dad started, if I remember correctly. Well, wait, that's eating. this is, hold on, this, this, this is for later. Um, oh, okay. So my mom brings my dad food. I hadn't had anything since lunch. And I get there, and I'm like, I need something to drink bad. And they're like, well, we can't give you anything to drink in case we have to do a surgery. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I can't have anything to drink? I haven't had anything to drink, like, all day. I had maybe a few sips of water. They're like, yeah, we can't give you anything in case we have to do surgery. Freaking serious, dude. I need something to drink. Freaking water. I'm like, yeah, we can't do it. Okay. So... They transfer us to this other hospital, and we're, we take more x-rays as soon as we get there. Those x-rays weren't good enough, so we take more x-rays. I think we got like six or seven x-rays in total. Finally get good enough x-rays, and then the doctors knock me out, and they try to do a surgery where they just move it around to get it back in place. Mind you, I dislocated it and broke it in three spots. It fixed the dislocation and they put it in a cast, but they weren't able to fix the break. So I get put in a cast and brought up to another part of the hospital. Well, before that, I was sitting in the room right as I wake up, still wanting something to drink, but now they know for sure that I'm going to need surgery, so they say no again. And then all of a sudden, I look back at my dad, and I just see him tucked away in a corner eating a giant slice of pizza. Like, <laughs> a big slice of pizza. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, oh, you're up? I'm like, yeah, I'm up. So then they transfer me to a new room that's farther away where the surgeon guy is, and uh, they had to cut the cast off. Because it's still broken, it still hurts. And if you guys have ever had a cast, the way they cut it off is with like a saw, but it vibrates. So it shakes your whole arm, and when your arm is still broken and they have this thing just shaking your entire arm, it hurts. Really bad. Takes them like 15 minutes to get it off. So they have to keep stopping because it freaking hurts like heck. 
15 minutes of pain. Oh, that is a minute. By this time, it's 4 yeah. in the morning. And you still hadn't eaten anything from lunch the day before, since lunch the day before. Nope. And then we had to wait for the surgeon to get there. The surgeon gets there. Then we had to wait for, um, his help, some people that were going to help him with it. They get there. By this time, it's like 8 in the morning. So the, we get ready and we go down to this room, like a pre-op room, and the doctor meets us there, or the surgeon, and he's like, okay, so basically here's what we're going to do. We're going to cut it open. We're going to put a plate and seven screws in there, and you're probably going to lose a bunch of range of motion, and you're going to be in a cast, and it's going to suck really bad. So I'm like, okay. So, he brings us back into his laboratory where he experiments on people, and they knock me out again, and the surgery, surgery is successful. So, we're like, great, this is a success. But I have these stomach issues that when I'm nervous or something, I just can't eat. And of course... That, mixed with the fact that I hadn't eaten for now, like, three days. Was Wait, like, three days? Yeah. Does surgery the hospital... lasted that long? No, 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 no. When I said it was four in the morning, I meant, like, two days later. Oh. Um. So I hadn't eaten any. In like three days. But I can't because my stomach hurts so bad. And I know if I eat anything more, it's literally, I'm probably going to throw up. So they give me crackers and water and all this stuff. I'm like, I can't eat anything. It's like they gave me a cup of ice. They're like, well, try this. Fourth day, I finally am able to eat a few crackers. And they're like, um, that's not enough. You're going to need to eat more. I ate six crackers. And I'm like... Can you specify what type of crackers they are? Saltine. Or <laughs> knockoff saltine. <laughs> you know, like... Like if the school were to buy saltines, but they didn't want to... <laughs> buy saltines, so they bought, like, Chinese saltines. Not being rude to Chinese. Saltines, but made in China. Yeah. Not being rude to Chinese people, but the products are kind of garbage, but your food's good. <laughs> Biggest backhanded compliment. Well, our, our version of their food. Yeah. Um. So, I finally eat some crackers, and I'm like, well, that's not enough. So then I'm like, well, I'm getting the heck out of here today. I grab an entire pack of crackers, and I just stuff them into my mouth. I'm like, screw you, I'm eating these, and I'm getting the heck out of here. So I ate them, and they're like, alright, fine, you can go. 
So then, finally get out of there, and I gotta have my arm in a, it wasn't really a cast, it was more like a soft cast, so like, it could be taken off, but I wasn't supposed to, so I couldn't. And then I couldn't shower for two weeks. Well, I could, but I couldn't get my arm wet, so I'd like wrap it in a garbage bag and do my hair in the sink and stuff, and, like, we didn't actually use a shower. It was like a sponge bath. It sucked really bad. And so then I'm in bed for, like, three days here because, well, I can't do anything, and I still feel like garbage. So I just watch TV all day and start uh, texting my friends and FaceTiming people. I FaceTimed you a few times. Owen, and just getting real bored. Then comes the day that my sister is moving into college, and of course we booked my next appointment, which was when I got my cast off and the stitches removed, for the same day my sister moves into college. So I'm like, well, great, I don't have to help her move in. So my grandma takes me to my appointment, and they ripped the stitches out and the cast off. And this, mind you, this is the first time I'm seeing what the doctor did. So they take the cast off, and I look down at my arm, and I'm like, oh my god. What did they do to me? I'm going to measure. I got a tape measure. Let's see how big my stitches are. I'm like three inches. Three inches on the top. This one's healed up more, but like four inches on the bottom. So it's a pretty good size cuts in my arm. Oh my god. And when I look at it, it still has the stitches in, so I'm like, ugh. And then my grandma's like, well, the doctor sewed you up like a freaking quilt. And she's like, this is going to hurt. <sighs> Kidding me. More pain. So I walk in the room. And the doctor comes in. He's like, so I'm really busy today. So I'm going to have this lady do it. This is like her third day working here. So be nice to her. Oh, they sent you one of the trainees. Yeah. Cool. I was their tester. Anyway, so she walks in, and she grabs her little scissors, and tweezers, and pliers, and hacksaws, and whatever else doctors use, and she starts cutting, just cutting the stitches, and you know like when you cut a string, but you have tension on each side, so it like splits apart really fast? Yeah. That's what it felt like in my arm. So, like, she was cutting the stitches. It just felt like it was springing apart like that. It hurt so bad. You should have freaking, like... She's like, if it hurts too bad, tell me to stop. She cut one. I'm like, oh, my God. I jumped across the room. Stop, stop, stop. Flipping out. It freaking hurt like that. Finally get the stitches out. Everything's all set. I go home and... Well, no, I don't even go home. I 
had started to wipe my computer because it was really slow. So I went over to my grandma's house to use her internet so that I could re-download everything and do all that stuff. So I did that all day, and then the next few days I was just kind of chilling, and then finally I'm like, alright, I need to go outside and do something. What can be done? What needs to be done? A dirt bike. I'm sure there's something wrong with it, so I go look at it. No, I looked at it before, like, the day I got out of the hospital. The day after, I'm like, I need to see my dirt bike. So my mom and dad, or my mom and my sister, dragged it home on a trailer. It was still in gear, and none of them knew how to put it into neutral. So they like dragged the back end across. And... So my dad goes to put the bike in neutral and gets home to drive it off to uh, get it off the trailer to put the trailer away. And he breaks the shifter off. Like, it clicks into neutral, and then the shifter just snaps off. Oh, that's a well-worn project. And then the grip had been slidden, like, most of the way up the bar from it going into the ground. And then f from the tree hitting my foot peg, it bent it, like, almost at a 90-degree angle backwards. Like, parallel with the rest of the bike. So, I'm like, oh, this looks like it's gonna suck. So, I start taking off the foot pegs first. Well, I took off the broken piece of the shifter. I'm like, I'll fix that sometime later. So, I pull out the foot pegs, and I just start whacking them with a hammer. And that's not working. So, my dad grabs a propane torch and starts whacking them, and that's not working. I'm like, well, I'll figure that out later. So I fix the grip, I get all the dirt out of it, and then I'm like, Dad, drag the welder over here, I can't lift it. My dad pulls the welder out, and uh, my CO2 tank, and I weld up the shifter. And I looked at how the people had welded it before. They only welded one side of it. If they would have welded both sides, it would have been a lot stronger. And this is from factory, so. It's a Chinese dirt bike, so I mean, what more could you expect? So, yeah. I welded up, and I'm like, this is wicked strong, because I welded both sides of it. Put that back on, and I make sure it goes through all the gears fine, and it doesn't miss a gear or anything. And then I just leave the foot pegs in the bench place, and I'm like, well, I can just whack on it whenever. And then my dad's like, hey, my buddy's coming down from Tennessee to grab his, um, they're like these torches, they use two kinds of gas, I forget what they're called. It's oxygen and something, torches, oxycetylene, something, torches, anyway. He has those stored at our house. So my dad's like, when he comes over, before he loads up the torches, you should ask him if he can heat up your uh, foot pegs so you can bend them back. I'm like, that's a good idea. So his buddy comes over and he goes to grab the torches. I'm like, hey, can you help me? Can you use those torches to heat up the metal and so I can straighten? He's like, yeah, sure. So 
we do that and straighten it back out and I put the bike back together. Everything's good. And then a few weeks later, my mom goes out in our side-by-side -side with our dog. Now, we have this trail that's only for small four-wheelers, my dirt bike, my dad's three-wheeler. Well, my mom decides that she's going to take that trail side-by-side uh, -side, that does not fit in that trail. Because the trees were so close together, and it was not made for that. Well, she goes in between these two trees, literally has like an inch gap on each side of her, and then there's like this little hump from the roots that had grown up that lifted the back tires of it up off the ground. So she couldn't get it to move, and of course she doesn't know that the thing has four-wheel drive, and that you just got to flip a switch. So she goes to put it in park. Like, it's not going anywhere. Why would you put it in park? Our ranger has an issue where the shifter will get stuck. You experienced this for my sister's graduation party. Remember it was getting stuck there? Oh, right. She, she was trying to shift it, and then they had, like, all of them pushing it. Yeah. So it ha she put it in park and then had that issue. So all of a sudden, I'm working out in the barn as I'm putting my bike back. No. I had just finished putting my bike back together, and I was putting away all the wrenches. And all of a sudden, my dad runs out, and he had been working inside on his computer doing his job. And he runs out. He's, I'm like, what are you doing? And he gets his helmet, and he gets on his three-wheeler. I'm like, what are you doing? He airs up the tire because it was popped. I mean, it, he tried sliming it, but it didn't really work. But it worked enough. Anyway. He gets on a trail. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, your mom's stuck. I'm like, do you want my help? He's like, yeah, sure. Go grab the tow rope. So I grab the tow rope. And I give it to him. And he, I set my, I, I grab my helmet. And I set my hat and stuff on my dirt bike. I'm like, well, I'll just set it there. And he's like, you taking that? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I am. So I throw my stuff off to the side. And I jump on my bike. And I'm like, Fun as I remember. And uh, I get out there and my mom's like, What are you doing? You shouldn't be on that. Of course it was. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So we get her unstuck the whole time she's yelling at me for taking my dirt bike out and yelling at my dad for letting me. And we're all just getting in trouble as always. And so we get back and she's like, do that one more time, all your electronics are gone. I'm like, well, whatever. I'm like, well, if you didn't want me having it, if you didn't want me riding it, you would have put it to the end of the road. She's like, well, I didn't because I knew you'd be mad at me. I'm like, I'm going to be mad at you that you're not going to let me ride it, and I'm going to ride it. No, you're not. No, whatever. Because I am going to ride it. Again. And again, and again, and again. It's going to be my commute to work in the spring and summer. And, uh, yeah. So then, I start going to physical therapy, and we think we're making progress, but we still can't get it to zero. Zero degrees, which would be straight. Or, actually, it'd be 128. 180 degrees, which would be a straight line. Ish. We're not getting anywhere close. Let me pull up 
I have the numbers written down of what we've got. So before I had, so we weren't getting as far as we wanted to. So they had me get a manipulation where basically they knock me out and then they do physical therapy session with me knocked out because then my muscles can't like fight it or anything, which is part of the issue. It's my muscles trying to protect it because they know it's going to hurt. So before that manipulation, I was only getting to 21 degrees straight and 131. Now, after, I've gotten to zero and I've gotten to 150 or 145. So it definitely worked, but I'm still lacking. But that's with them pushing down on it. I think the lowest I've gotten on my own is maybe, like, three or four. Which is, I mean, better than 21, but... So, I'm, uh, I started doing strengthening. So, we reduced the amount of time I'm at physical therapy, and I'm doing most of it from home. So, I'm doing strengthening twice a day. They gave me, like, some... Uh, resistance bands, and then they gave me a bunch of exercises, and then I do my stretching multiple times a day, and then I carry around a 10-pound weight just to slowly weigh it down and straighten it out. So, yeah, I mean, it was a hellish story. Yeah, I remember... In the first couple of days that you were out, you showed me you had a what a mobile uh, mobile morphine thingy. Oh yeah. So after my manipulation, they gave me this pouch. It had a little ball inside of it that would numb my arm, so I wouldn't feel the pain or as much pain while I was getting stretched with physical therapy. I had to carry it around, and there was a needle that was going into my shoulder. And yeah, because we were working on your pressure washer, and I was making you do most of the work because I was hurt. This was the time I had you come over just to work on the pressure washer. Yeah. That was the time you came over just to work on the pressure washer. My dad was working on the boat, and we had the whole thing with the draining the oil and... <laughs> you made fun of me the for the way I eat my popsicles. Which I still do. I ate a popsicle before we started this podcast. Actually, I ate two. And I'll probably yeah, have I another one. Alright. So anyways, do we want to move on now? To I mean, do you got anything topic. else to add? Did I miss anything? Not that uh, you were there and you would know. You, but... I don't know if you want to... I did have a part a different side of the story about uh, the transportation to there to the second hospital oh yeah okay go for it so anyways um you got transported in an ambulance and if i remember correctly the guys in the ambulance told your dad that um they saw a guy in the hallway once they got to the second hospital that um, got airlifted before because they got in a car crash. Meanwhile, my mom had heard about through her school in Canastota that 
um, a student had gotten into a car crash driving to a uh, graduation party that same day. So it turns out it was that same student that got airlifted um, that the ambulance drivers arrived to the scene earlier. So anyways, that was... So our ambulance drivers that drove me from the hospital to the other one had, like, just a few minutes ago been part of airlifting this guy to... Yeah, that, that I don't have anything else to add. And um, they said, thank God we took an ambulance because, and also that I'm a kid, because if I was an adult, there was literally a line from inside the hospital all the way out and around the building of people waiting to get in that were injured or sick. It's like, oh my God, we saved. The dude said we saved ourselves from, if we had just gone straight to the second hospital, we wouldn't have made it in for a few days, they said, because they didn't have enough rooms, and there was literally hospital beds along the edges of the hallways, along the walls, as you're walking through the hospital. Yeah, did that? Did that? Did you hear anything about whether that was like a common occurrence, or was that just a that was just a one-off thing? Yeah, it was that weekend, I guess. That whole weekend, I guess they were busy. Yeah, well, I guess I could talk about. <laughs> yeah, why don't you talk? The next thing. Yeah, I'll talk a little bit. I'm gonna mute myself. See ya. No, okay then. So, anyways, um, this summer, around the same time that he was having those issues, uh, we were on a tubing phase where we would go tubing in our camp like every day, and uh, no matter the weather, keep in mind, we would go out if it was a 20 mile an hour winds and the, and the waves were, uh, three feet high in the lake (laughs) and, and we would still go, (laughs) um, which may not have been the smartest idea, but, and it's probably how the inner ring of our tube popped. So now it's a potato, but it, but it's, but it's more cushy now. So I guess that helps. Yeah, sure. Except for the fact yeah, that you're, but like, it's also easy to fall off, off and it tips. Yeah. So over the course of these, uh, over the this two week two weeks or so, I I was getting better at controlling the tube in the air, to the point where uh, on one of the last days that we were doing it before we went home for a little while, I told my mom to get me off the tube because normally I don't fall off the tube when I'm by myself. Now, if there's another person, that's another story, because they'll push me off. Because, of course, my brother likes to do a battle royale once we've been going for a little while, and he'll try to push me off, and then I'll be nice, and I won't push him off, and then he'll actually almost get me to fall off, and then I'll uh, uh, pick him up and throw him off the tube. (laughs) Um, But anyways... um, I told him to get me off the tube, and now this was... A pretty calm day, I mean, and there wasn't, there, I think it was an evening and there wasn't any waves at all, 
So, and I tell her to get me off a tube. And of course, the, she she had two options. She could either make a wave from the boat, or she could um, get me off the painful wave by uh, going up to 55 miles an hour on the boat and then uh, whipping around a turn, which had a chance to um, for bad things to happen. And I could go um, barreling off the tube. So she opted for the, uh, the, um, a wave option. So she, in the middle of the lake, there was no one else around. She started doing figure eights. And she was being strategic with it, and she was trying to make the wave bigger, um, by, like, uh, pulling the motor up when she was on the straightaways. Um, and then I started hitting these waves, and I was getting a solid, uh, two to three feet above the water. The bottom of the tube was getting a solid two to three feet above the water. And then she started moving, and she started pulling a good 30, 35 miles an hour on a tube, which, <laughs> um, when you have, um four to five foot high waves coming off the boat and you have to go over them at 35 miles an hour i mean they can get a little risky so she she um whipped me around the outside i was way outside the wake um getting some nice g's <laughs> and then i hit the wave I was higher than the highest point on our boat by a good foot. I was flying, my tube was flying in the air, and I was controlling the tube by, um, like, uh, stretching my feet off the back and, like, uh, putting them in different shapes to try and keep it level. I ended up being in the air for a good seven seconds because there was a gust of wind that kept me in the air. And that tube, <laughs> that tube flew. <laughs> um, I, and of course, while I was in the air, uh, the reason I came down was because she she stopped the boat <laughs> because she was scared of what was going to happen. So she stopped the boat, and then, of course, the tube falls out of the sky. Um, but I did not fall off, and, and, that's the, and that's the main thing. I did not fall off that tube. Uh, and I think we have one more, uh, a story from you about how you fell off that tube. Oh, no, 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 that wasn't that tube, that was my own tube. <laughs> oh, right, so, we were, uh, um, so, you of course, during the week long, oh, I wasn't there for that one? Okay. No. Alright. But this was during our week long vacation, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna eat some more sunflower seeds, give me a second talk for a little bit 
Alright, so yeah, tubing, tubing is a lot of fun, and recently I uh, took people out in, like, September, <laughs> and the water was so cold, and of course, these people are bigger than me, and uh, they forced me. Oh yeah, and we decided to put three people, three decent-sized people on the tube at once, <laughs> in its current potato form. <laughs> what could go wrong? Um... What could go wrong? One person could could decide to steal half the tube, the tallest person, but then we had one uh, bigger person, if you know what I mean, on that was being forced with me to cover up half the tube, which of course doesn't work, which left me with six inches, the other guy, the other kid with a foot and a half, and then the third person <laughs> with. Two and a half feet on the tube. For some reason, we let him get away with that. <laughs> but we en I ended up falling into Crazy the water. People. Yeah. Alright, so if you want to talk about your story here. Yeah, yeah. By the way, what uh what time are we at? Alright. Okay. So, I think that's all of it. Oh, yeah. Um, in one of my earlier stages of learning how to fly a tube. Actually, no. When I was younger, the, in this to this day, was the uh, wildest ride I've ever had on that tube. Um, we had our, we had some of our uh, family members on my dad's side from Pennsylvania come up to our camp for a little while. And we let him, and we let one of the people drive the boat while I was on the tube. He at one point had our prop um, nearly coming out of the water. Now, and I would assume that you could understand that the prop is over is a good three feet below the base of the uh, boat. So the Imagine in your head tilting the boat so far is to the point where you could see the prop nearly coming out of the water, and it was making some very interesting noises when it when he was nearly flooring it, turning the wheel as tight as he could. That um, sounds safe. Yeah, that was the that was some of the best whips I've ever had on a tube. And then, of course, I, um, there was a, 
we hit a wave side, uh, perpendicular to the wind, so it pushed the tube up sideways, so I was in- so I got pushed inverted. I was staring at the boat upside down. <laughs> um, but then I, uh, How do you manage somehow, these things? Somehow it flipped back over. I don't know how. You're not then human. I landed it. Well, not, yeah, I am. But because, you're not. Uh, the second time it- second time it happened i just got launched we um i hit a wave all right i get a foot and a half and then i hit another wave and it smacks the bottom of the tube and ricochets me uh off the tube and i and the tube goes up of course but then i'm a good two feet higher than the tube just sitting there doing a Superman, awaiting my imminent doom on, well, when I smack the water. But anyways, you can start on your story now. Yeah, so we were up in Thousand Island for our week-long vacation that we do every year except for last year because of freaking corona. Um, and I decided I wanted to go tubing. So me and my sister... I went, my sister went, and then we swapped, and I get back on. I vividly remember this story, so I'm going to tell it as best as I can. So I get back on the tube, right? And, you know, if you know tubing, you're not supposed to go, at least on a Sea-Doo, super fast, because the Sea-Doo's shoot out water a lot more than a regular boat with a prop. Because, you know, jet propulsion is the thing and uh so if you go over a certain speed with a very short rope you're gonna get blasted with water from the jet but you're also gonna end up having that water come up underneath you and create a jump it's also very warm water keep that in mind because it's coming straight out of the engine yeah that too and uh so, I get on the tube, and my dad's like, Alright, we're gonna go. I'm gonna try to get you off this. Thinking, alright, but I can do this. So, he gets going, and I'm like, oh my gosh! Uno reverse card, you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm like, alright, we gotta be doing like 50 right now. It's not very calm. Like, there's boats passing us. We're doing like my dad said we were only doing like 35 almost 40 which on a tube is pretty freaking fast yeah that feels a lot faster on tube than especially when you're getting splashed in the face so i'm getting splashed in the face plus the jet water is hitting me in the face so i can't see nothing apparently the jet water went up and underneath the tube and caused it to fly into the sky to I'm ride. not as <laughs> I'm not as graceful in the sky as Jonathan is so <laughs> my arms come off the tube and I just start flailing I have a good five second hang time just chilling in the air I'm like alright everything's good I can't see nothing but I know everything I couldn't have been more wrong. 
Apparently, I was upside down. And I was falling maybe 15 feet. And I 15? Yes. That's not a joke. My sister was watching, was spotting me on the back and said she saw me there probably 15 feet in the air. Anyway, so. Um. I'd fall, and I'm like, ow, that really hurt. So I come back up out of the water, because I had a life jacket on, because I'm not stupid. And, uh, get up, oof, got a really bad headache. So for the next 30 days, I had this really bad headache, and I couldn't go over, like, waves and stuff without it hurting. And I didn't have my boating license yet. So, I'm kind of like, well, I can't ride on my own and be able to, like, drive slow and not have it hurt. So, of course, someone else was driving, and they're trying to go fast, and it was a bad situation. It really hurt, and I left. You had to ride with your mom, didn't you? No, my sister, which is even worse. Oh. Really? Yeah. And, uh. It ended with three days of headache, pain, and, uh... Fun! The last few years that we've gone up there, I've always just had something bad happen. I've had a few bee stings up there, that, um... What one... happened the year of the flamingo flood? <laughs> <laughs> well, that year, the first three days, or the first two days, we got there, I felt like I was sick. But oh. apparently it was just my stomach being stupid. Um, my sister actually got sick as well, and she had to drive to the hospital to get some. The Canadian of... hospital? Uh, apparently, yeah. So they took Cedar, and uh, then they got trapped oh, in wait. a rainstorm. <laughs> wait, they took a Cedar to the Canadian hospital? Well, they parked behind, like, some store, and then they walked. And then, as soon as they were leaving the hospital, it started downpouring and storming really bad. Like, the whole area in front of the camp where we were was flooded. Like, probably, like, four or five inches of rain. Like, puddles that were four or five inches deep. Maybe more. Yeah, we've just not had good luck the past few years, but... Last year, we didn't even go, because the dang Rona. So I see you added another topic. We do have some time, Yeah. so let's hear it. We do. Alright. So, I was I was a gymnast for a little while, and this, in, in you 2019... You say that so lightly, like, yeah, I was just a gymnast. It's like, you watch videos of this kid, he's crazy. You're mental. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> so, we, in 2019, uh, that was the year that they cut the cord on the old gym. Because we were inside of a mall, if you know Shopping Town Mall, in Syracuse. It's run down, all the stores had left, practically. Um, 
and they finally pulled the cord through bomb threats in the water main breaking inside and flooding it with two and a half feet of water. Oof. The entire uh, gym, which is like the size of a of a Dick Sporting Goods store. <laughs> um. Not what I thought. That's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. Um. And then there was apparently a bomb threat to the place. They finally left because problems weren't getting fixed. And they moved. And in between the move to the new gym, we had to go... Uh, we had to go to a different facility, and it wasn't quite as nice, and I didn't really get to practice some of my skills. Um, due to insufficient equipment. Now, we moved to the new gym, and, of course, the boys got the shorter end of the deal, because there's lots of us. There was, like, a tw 20 uh, people on the guys' team, and then there's, like, there's, like, 100 people on the girls' team, so, of course, they got way more space than us. But anyways, they, uh, a couple weeks after we moved in, we got an, air the airbag got installed, um, into our, into the giant, like, uh, five, six foot deep pit in the ground that a couple people got stuck in. <laughs> and that we had to pull out because they jumped in there and they couldn't get out. So uh, we we were doing some dismounts off of uh, the big bar that we do some of the skills on. It, yeah, I'll try to keep this as simple as possible. So I was doing some of my swings where I swing all the way around the bar, and I was going to do the skill where I let go of the bar in the front, and then I do a flip and land. Alright, and keep Crazy in mind, tip. I hadn't been able to, I didn't, I hadn't been able to do this in about a, a month and a half now, about a month and a half now, because uh, we hadn't had the facilities to do so. Wait, you don't just do that in your so, backyard? No, no, I can't do that in my backyard. No, I, I don't, I don't have a concrete pad big enough to attach all the cables to the ground and everything to support the high bar with me pulling three and a half G's on it. Crazy. So, so I let go, and of course me didn't time it right, so I go up. No, I didn't time it right. Me I went up into the it. air. Uh, flipped over and I came down and if you can imagine me I'm like straight I'm like straight as an arrow in the air flipping down and having all of my weight come smashing into the bar with my shins smashing the bar <laughs> and then uh, me then just flopping down on my back into the pit I laid there, and, and everyone <laughs> stopped what they were doing, came over to look down into the pit to see me there, just, like, <laughs> laying there, trying to control myself after uh, it felt like I broke my legs on the bar. 
Because, <laughs> of course, when you hit a uh, steel bar and you get it to reverberate, it's going to make a loud noise. <laughs> so, of course, yeah, everybody just came over and looked at me. And they asked if I was okay. And I said, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> I climbed out of the pit. And then my leg just gave out. And I flopped on the ground. Eventually, after a little while and some ice, I was able to stand up and walk and everything. And I... Ow! <laughs> yeah. I did that. I eventually did that skill again. But after... A while of me thinking about it. Okay, next time about I see you, not... you're doing it. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Why not? Uh, it, I haven't touched a high bar. In... I'll build you a steel bar. In a year. How about if we do it over the water? No, I could still come back and hit the bar. I ain't worried about the dang bar. No, I'm I'm not concerned about landing. I'll 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 land on I won't land on my head. I'm I can control myself in the air. Yeah, it'll just be like a freaking. I'm just quad worried about coming weapon. back and hitting the bar. Let's just say Anyways. I am not as athletically inclined as he is. I can ride a dirt bike and that's about He was going to teach me how to do a backflip a few years ago. I still can't do a backflip. Hey, I will. I will. Uh -huh. If we get a good, nice day, uh -huh. we can go outside on my trampoline. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have a trampoline anymore, so. You're going to teach me on the trampoline, and then we're going to move to the ground. And I'm going to learn to do it on the ground. Somehow. Somehow. <laughs> To bring out your mattress. Mm -hmm. No, no, not that again. <laughs> no, we're gonna bring out the bean bags. Remember that? The bean bags, where I decided to do one off of a little, uh, like bathroom stool, and I came around and smashed my head into the stool. Remember, we thought you had this little pillow, and we're like, this pillow is bouncy, so we were using <laughs> yeah. it to jump off a freaking. Thing. We're like, this pillow's bouncy. Let's use this pillow. It's a pillow. It's not bouncy. Alright. So, I think that's where we're going to leave it for today. I want to thank you all if you've made it this far. Yeah. Uh, thanks, that's about for it. doing this with me and suffering with the pain of Who knows? We might have a guest in the next episode. Oh, we do? Well, this is new we'll news to me. It. We'll talk about it later. Um, we'll talk about it after this episode. All right. Bye. See ya.